Hello. Hello. Oh, hello there. Oh, that's cool. Uh, all right. So welcome to the world of coronavirus, the world where Al and I read really, really bad books. Um, we did. So you want me to start the story over? Is that what you're getting at? All right. All right. Hang on. I'm, I'm backing myself up here. Uh, for those of you that want to play along at home, let me run you through the rules for the Edward Naughty drinking game. Uh, we're playing with water because we'd rather have you hydrated than absolutely shit-faced. So the Edward Naughty drinking game. Uh, take a sip anytime he uses the term pussy lips. Humping and pumping. Bust a nut. Whenever there is improper sentence structure. A mistake between singular or plural. A punctuation mistake. Proxy is injured while reading. A character is wearing a bikini top and cut-off jean shorts. And finish your drink for a continuity error. Eddie shots. <laughs> um, and also I'm adding take a shot anytime uh, he mentions his own books in a story. So this one is called Shh, They'll Hear Us. It's the third book in the Lisa Always series. I dare you to walk through the library naked, Candy said. It's so hot out, I might just take off my bikini now, Lisa said. No, wait until we get inside. The two 18-year-old girls scurried toward the library, laughing. Their bikinis were soaked with perspiration from the long walk through the summer day. Beads of sweat dripped down their cleavage. They moved faster as they got closer to the front door. Once inside, the breeze from the air conditioner cooled their hot bodies. So they stopped for a moment to enjoy. They just, like, stop inside the door. It's like, oh, air conditioning, stop. Hmm. I mean, sometimes, but... They all scurry. <laughs> Lisa softly blew into Candy's ear. It sent shivers down her spine that caused goosebumps by R.L. Stein. I forgot that was a thing. Every time he says goosebumps, I say goosebumps by R.L. Stein, and then we end up taking a shot as well. Um, which made her skin start to tingle. Candy looked over at Lisa lovingly, but Lisa was too busy looking at Candy's breasts to notice. Both girls' nipples immediately apparently... Sorry. <laughs> Both girls' nipples immediately pointed out and became prominent through their bikini tops once the cool air hit them. <laughs> nice nips, Lisa said as she pulled on one of Candy's nipples. Cut it out, Candy said, giggling as she rubbed the nipple that Lisa had tugged. Mmm, candy nipples, Lisa said, grinning. I'll bet they're sweet. Candy blushed and looked down, smiling. There was the sound of throat clearing. Both girls looked up. The head librarian gazed at them with a frown on her face. She shushed them by signally with her finger over her mouth. Her hair was pulling up pulled up in a bun. She wore a tight pink sweater, long shirt, 
and glasses with a skeleton chain. I'm still curious what a skeleton chain is. I'm pretty sure Castlevania has it right, though. Uh, her pearl necklace was stunning. There was something very sexy about her, despite her reserved exterior. She wore a pin on her sweater that read, Miss Never. Look, she has a pearl necklace, Lisa said as she made a gesture of giving fellatio, a gurgling sound in her throat, and jerked her hand toward her neck. Can candy, I'm just, candy snickered. Snickers is candy. As they walked past Miss Never, she followed them with her eyes like a wild animal sizing up its prey. Look who's here, Lisa said as she waved. Hi, Alan. Alan smiled as he looked up from the book he was reading entitled Sex Transmutation by Edward Noddy. Take a shot. He blushed when he noticed the girls saw him. Miss Never. I I don't know. There's like there's massive continuity issues. I'm I don't know if like freaking uh so for those that are just joining us on this journey because we didn't record the first two books in the series uh nor will we <laughs> if this if this episode gets 10,000 likes I'll record it um but anyways he um long story short Lisa and Candy went to Candy's family reunion at a park that apparently her family owned had a picnic met someone there who apparently is Candy's uncle Randy because everyone has to have Andy sounding names. <sighs> they fucked in the bushes, became instant soulmates, and then they went to hang out at uh, was it Lisa's house? Yeah, they went to hang out at Lisa's house. While Lisa was in the shower, Randy calls. Candy answers, doesn't know it's her uncle. Flirts on the phone with him, invites him over. So then Lisa has to be like, get the fuck out of my house. And, anyway, that's that's your quick summary. We got to move on here. Uh, he looked away when he saw the displeased expression on her face. She is turned away. She turned away and walked up to the girls. If you continue to keep making noise, I'm going to have to ask you to leave, Miss Never said. Sorry, ma'am. We'll be quiet, Candy whispered. Candy put her hand over Lisa's mouth. Lisa licked her palm, and it took all Candy had to suppress the laughter she felt inside. Her lips quivered. The library will be closing soon, so I would suggest you hurry and find what you need, Miss Never said. Don't dilly-dally, girls. The girls both strutted their stuff as they walked through the library. Several people gazed at the sexy bodies as they knelt down looking at books on the shelves. Their ass cheeks peeked out from under their bikini bottoms. <laughs> Someone slapped googly eyes on their cheeks. <laughs> Candy, when I smack your ass, you go cross-eyed. <laughs> Candy Candy's tits were voluptuous and her bikini top was so tight that it revealed side boob for everyone's eyes to feast on. Today, there was eye candy for one and all. Lisa's boobies were small, yet perky. That's why we call them boobies. 
although she never had any complaints because they had always satisfied, or at least her lack of taking surveys with her sexual partner seemed to imply. The girls walked throughout the library, goofing around at every turn. Candy searched through some shelves and stumbled upon a section that had books on sexuality. Thankfully, they had pictures, because Lisa couldn't read worth a shit. (laughs) I made that part up. Uh, Lisa spread out the pages of several books, making inappropriate suggestive remarks to Candy. Candy looked lovingly into Lisa's eyes and leaned in as if to give her a kiss. She was completely oblivious to Candy's loving advances, because her mind was somewhere else. Lisa couldn't help but think about whether Randy was smart enough to get out of the closet after they had left her house. Lisa was concerned he'd still be gay when she got home. (laughs) Candy looked at Lisa almost as if aware of her thoughts. My uncle Randy is staying with us now, Candy said. He met some girl at the park and believes he might be in love with her. Isn't that sweet? Really? Lisa said, blushing. Who is she? I don't know, but he said he wants to meet her. Wants me to meet her. Oh, I read that sentence wrong the first time. I'll bet she's hot, Lisa said, smiling. Maybe, Candy said. He's always he's always wild like you. He sounds like my kind of guy. He's off limits to you, Candy said, with a smirk on her face. Lisa stuck out her tongue at Candy. By the way, I thought for sure the librarian wouldn't let us come in here wearing these bikinis, Candy said. What, we're not supposed to wear bikinis in the library, Lisa said. Then I had better take mine off. Lisa removed her bikini and pranced around naked, like a deer in the woods. Her nipples pointed out in full <laughs> her nipples pointed out in full effect due to the breeze from the air conditioner. Candy looked back and forth, walked away, giggling, and sat down with a naughty book. Meanwhile, I like that naughty is not capitalized there, by the way, so it's not like an Edward naughty book. It's just a naughty book. Meanwhile, Lisa was performing the dance of a silly nude 18-year-old girl, like the tribals used to do. A guy wearing slacks, a thin sweater, and and black-framed glasses stared through a bookshelf at Lisa from the next aisle away. It's, uh, they said thin sweater. It's fine. It's like a cardigan. I, I got nothing. Um, he was watching her from the next aisleway, though. Maybe he hangs out in the library a lot and the air conditioning is really good there. Uh, she noticed that he, like we got to bundle up. We're going to the library today. You don't want to. You don't want to freeze your nip knops off when you're hanging out in the stacks, you know. She she noticed that he was watching her, so she smiled at him and covered up her private areas, arguably her public areas. She she looked into his eyes, and when he made eye contact, she moved her hands away to flash him. When he looked down, she covered her private areas again. She was playing a game with him for her own amusement. He smiled, reached into his pocket, and started fondling himself while watching her. She smiled and started fondling herself. Her pussy lips, take a shot, spread as she slid her fingertips between them. He squeezed tight on his cock. It stiffened, and his crotch became more prominent. 
Lisa's eyes lit up when she saw his package bulge. <laughs> she softly, his packaggy bulge. She softly tweaked her nipples as her hand wandered down further into the beautiful pink folds of her precious pussy. Her fingertip teased her clit and it caused her lips to immediately become saturated by her love juice. He more aggressively massaged his cock, pinching the head from the exterior of his pants. He looked like an angry crab trying to scratch an itch. Each time he pinched, his teeth clenched and he licked his lips with an expression of great pleasure on his face. I want to bring up again that when I clench my teeth, it is impossible for me to lick my lips. Alternatively, if you're missing several of your front teeth, you just clench molars and... It's a time. Yes. Proxy's, proxy reads, ASMR. Sexual sounds echoed throughout the library. They held the bookshelf tight, and the rhythm of their actions caused books to shift. Their sensual movements rattled the bookshelves and knocked some books onto the floor. Shh, they'll hear us, Lisa whispered. Alan saw Miss Never walking toward the area where Lisa was mutually masturbating with this unknown gentleman. He created diversions by knocking books over and throwing things each time Miss Never walked in the direction of the aisle where Lisa was diddling herself. Alan's just like, flash out! A few aisles away, Miss Never had gotten down on her knees to clean up the books that Alan had knocked over. Alan knelt down to help her pick up the mess. He looked closely at her face, cringed, and quickly looked away. You look familiar, she whispered. Turn your face toward me. Yeah, sometimes I come here to read, he said as his voice cracked with an incongruent tone. Hold still, she said as she reached her hands to his face and placed her palms over his eyes. It's you. Alan started to shake and pulled her hands away from his face. His fingers started to tremble. He put his hands over his rear end and clenched his buttocks. I see you remember me as well she said as she smiled an evil grin. Give me that tushy now. Alan shushed her and tried to convince her that they had never, they had never met before. <laughs> what? Uh, right? Like, she's at her job, which is presumably for the state. I don't know. I don't know how librarians work. Uh, <laughs> if we have never met before, then why would you have this? She said as she reached over and pulled down the back of his pants to reveal a branding iron mark left on his left ass cheek that read, Mistress Never was here. The camera zoomed in quickly. Shh, don't say anything, he pleaded. My identity is secret and I want to keep it that way. Now, isn't this an interesting twist to my day? She said as she reached over and twist his nipple. Alan groaned, rubbed his sore nipple, blew her a kiss, and winked. She reached down for his crotch, grabbed hold of his zipper, zipped it up and down aggressively as though she was DJ Alligator. Cut it out, he said, with a nervous grin. That shit isn't funny. Miss never let out a maniacal laugh and pinched the head of his penis through the crotch of his trousers. He smacked her hand, and she pressed it up against her cheek. Wait. 
Oh, okay. All right, never mind. I was getting a little lost there for a second, but uh, he, he smacked her hand and she pressed it up against her cheek. Her eyes closed as she soaked in the pain. She loved being smacked, apparently. Again, she whispered. <laughs> no! She pinched his penis again. He smacked her hand again, and her teeth clenched on her lower lip as she let out a moan of pleasure. If I pinch your cock again like an angry crab, are you going to smack me? She said, grinning. The angry crab was added. Uh, you, you do that, and I'm putting you over my knee. Oh, I see your game. I'm into it, she said. I can flick the switch anytime. She reached down and pinched the head of his cock, and he shouted. He grabbed her, bent her over his knee, pulled up her skirt, and spanked her voluptuous behind with all of his might. Her face lit up each time his hand made contact with her bare ass. He spanked and spanked and spanked her bottom. That's right, there was another triplicate thing. I need to update the rules to the Eddie Knott's drinking game. Until there was a rosy red hue of his handprint on both cheeks. She, her ass kind of looked like that one guy from the Disney Pocahontas movie. <laughs> uh, the heat and sting of the welt marks on her ass caused her great pleasure. Her juices had gotten to on the palm of his hand as he spanked her, and it heightened the level of pleasurable pain each time he struck her. Apparently... Honey, you got some leaky booty. She was in ecstasy. He rubbed her ass and the sensitivity of his touch had gotten her pussy even more wet. Her eyes rolled back into her head as she licked her lips seductively. Enough is enough, he said. I can't do this anymore. No, don't stop, she begged. Please spank me. I've been a bad girl. Remember, I pinched your cock like a crab. Pinchy, pinchy. <laughs> Penile pinching. <laughs> she reached down rapidly, pinched at his crotch, and he blocked her hand just in time. He laughed and was proud due to the accomplishment of protecting his pakagi. I'll polish your mushroom if you spank my bottom, she said with a coy look on her face. Then I'll let you... It, it's going back and forth between, like, um, not metaphor. What am I looking for here? Euphemisms. And, like, just being very direct. I'll polish your mushroom if you spank my bottom. Then I'll let you butter my bread. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh... Alan, stop. If you want to be the one to like Google search these things, feel free. But uh, I don't need to clean up my search history, any. <laughs> Alan stepped, stopped and thought about it for a moment. Then he shook his head. I have to stay focused, he said. You're driving me crazy. I love it, she whispered as she quickly reached down to pinch his penis. Al, there's so much pinching going on. Alan deflected her hand with a block reminiscent of late-night martial arts movie scenes. 
one, I wish that I had made that up. One could almost hear twa in the background. That's it. <laughs> that, no, T-W-A-H, exclamation mark. One could almost hear twa in the background. That's it. I've, I've had enough, he shouted as he reached over and gave her a double titty twister. She moaned with great pleasure. I apologize. I don't know what came over me, he pleaded. More, 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 she begged. Alan rolled his eyes, took a deep breath, stood up, and quickly dashed away. He ran toward an area of the library that had a sign posted that read, Restricted Area, Only Library Faculty Allowed. Miss Never ran after him and tackled him. They both fell into the wall. There was a creaking noise, and the wall moved outward slightly. Alan looked toward the crack in the wall. Miss Never grabbed his head, turned it away, and moved in extremely close to his face. This is a restricted area, she whispered. What the heck is going on? He said. This is a library, right? Mm. If you leave this area, I promise I'll stop pinching your cock, she said as she playfully bit his bottom lip. I'm imagining her, like, with his bottom lip in her mouth. Just like, if you leave this area, I promise I'll stop pinching your cock. Okay, 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 he said. Alan walked away, puzzled. He thought... <laughs> he thought, comma, what could be in that restricted area that caused her to tackle me? Whatever it was, she really wanted to protect it. Miss Never looked back and forth and secured a shelf on the wall that looked as though it had become loose. Alan peeked from his peripheral vision and watched her fasten the wall shut. Who built this library? He thought, what could be behind the wall that she was trying to protect? She walked back to the front desk. Meanwhile, Lisa was still mutually masturbating with a guy in the sexual sexuality book section. There was a wide open space between a shelf where many books had fallen off. It just so happened to be the general area of his crotch. She knelt down and maneuvered her head and upper body through the gap in between the shelf. He opened his shirt and she gazed in awe of his muscular body. His six-pack abs were extremely chiseled. He pressed his pelvic area against the open space while she moved in closer. She kissed his stomach muscles as... Are they still... There's still a shelf between them, right? Yeah, there's like an open space where some books were knocked out. She kissed his stomach muscles and he caressed her head. His penis was rock hard and she ran her finger up and down the bulge in his trousers. He was so turned on by her touch that... It, spot of precum soaked through the fabric of his crotch area. His cock throbbed each time her fingertips ran down the bottom side of his shaft. <laughs> now Lisa always wears an eye patch. And <laughs> She unzipped his pants and pulled out his penis. Her upper lip touched the tip of his cock as she licked the underside of his shaft. She sucked the head of his penis into her mouth and started fondling his balls. 
I'm just imagining like those, you know, the few seconds when you turn the vacuum on before it like hits the carpet. <laughs> just like she sucked the head of his penis into her mouth. She was like, <laughs> started fondling his balls. He, he thrust his cock deeper into her mouth as he pushed on the back of her head. How either these shelves are re- like what kind of reach? He's like this. This dude is one of Floop's fooglies. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> He wrapped his hand around her ponytail, which we never established that she had, and fucked her mouth deeper. The deeper he went in, the more intense the feeling had gotten. It felt so good, he realized that if he didn't stop, he was going to come. He pulled his cock out of her mouth. She looked up at him and stared into his eyes. Fuck me, Lisa whispered. He walked around to the other aisle. I'm just imagining like a waddle. He was like, flop, 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 flop. <laughs> she... Oh my god. He's just like... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they're all... Turns out they're all crabs. <sighs> he walked around to the other aisle where Lisa's ass was sticking out of the shelf while she was kneeling down on her knees she got up held on to the middle shelf and bent over teasing middle shelf there's a all right you know what teasing him with her tight young ass he he rubbed the head of his cock across her dripping wet pink lips and stuck it into her pussy as he eased in slowly that hold on i need a I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the sentence again, but I really need to take a deep breath for this. No, it's just a run-on sentence. Okay, here. He rubbed the head of his cock across her dripping wet pink lips and stuck it into her pussy as he eased it in slowly. Has anyone really been far as decided to use even go want to do look more like? She <laughs> She held the bookshelf tighter as he screwed her deeper. The more they got into it, the more books fell off the shelves. She kept shushing him and telling him, they'll hear us. No quotations. She licked her lips, indicating that she enjoyed the slow, soft pumping that he was supplying. He squeezed on her ass, looked down, and watched his cock slide in and out of her pussy. There was something about watching the glistening of her tight pink pussy lips take a shot, sliding around the shaft of his penis that gave him great pleasure. Gee, don't know what that could be. What is that about? She softly... She softly moaned with each pump. He massaged the area between her pussy and her ass, teasing her with the wetness that they had generated as he fucked her. The... The... uh, Beowulf is not here right now. I believe that's the nacho. Uh, The... The lights blinked off and on because it was close to closing time. Hurry, fuck me, Lisa said. They're about to close. Apparently, it's not fucking her. His hands held tight on her hips, and he pulled her ass as close as he could to his body, sinking his cock deep inside her pussy. She gasped and moaned as she gripped tighter on the shelf. 
He humped and pumped, take a shot, her harder and harder. The shelf shook and many books fell onto the floor. She cried out sounds of pleasure that echoed throughout the library. Miss, There's a lot of books in the library, dude. None of which does she know how to read, except the ones with pictures. Miss never turned toward the sound and began walking in that direction, still having fucking no idea what's going on for some reason, despite apparently being a sex worker in her free time. The lights blinked off and then on again. He pulled out his cock and began to jack off as he stared at her pussy lips. She massaged her fingers on her clit as she looked back and watched him wank his cock while he enjoyed the look of her lovely pussy. <gasps> he squeezed his cock tight as he stroked it and a burst of cum shot over her. One burst after another of his warm load shot there, here, there, and everywhere. Luckily, not a drop. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. I, all right. He squeezed his cock tight as he stroked it and a burst of cum shot over her. One burst after another of his warm load shot here, there, and everywhere. Luckily, not a drop got on her. Not that she would have complained. The lights blinked off and on again. Alan knocked some books over, just as Miss Never approached. She walked over the books as if they didn't even exist and kept moving in the direction of Lisa's den of iniquity. <laughs> Lisa's den of iniquity! Alan ran in... Uh... <laughs> I'm highlighting that so we can use it later. Lisa's den of iniquity. No, I want to highlight it. I don't, I don't need a definition. Uh, Alan ran in front of Miss Never and blocked her from her destination. She pinched the head of his penis and pulled upward. Oh my god. If he was hanging low, I'm just imagining, you know, like, uh, when somebody's, like, hand is down in an action movie and, like, the other person grabs their wrist and pulls up and it leaves them in this, like, limp-wristed, I've just broke your fucking hand. I'm just imagining that. She just like pinch snapped your head. Uh, oh, <laughs> he he walked on his he walked on his tippy toes, yelping as she dragged him along by his manhood. Yep, manhood. She had a devious smile on her face throughout his desperate dance for relief. <laughs> Alan smacked her hand several times, trying to break free from her tight grip. You brute, you brute, you vicious brute, he said. She looked into his eyes, wrapped her arms around him, and planted a sensual kiss on his lips. They made out passionately for a moment, and then she dropped him on the ground as she continued on her path to the sensual sounds. How big is this fucking library? Alan dragged himself into the direction Excuse me? Take a shot. Proxy's injured. Alan dragged himself into the direction to try and stop Miss Never, but didn't have the strength to continue. He collapsed in defeat. Lisa put on her bikini and adjusted the hair in her ponytail. The guy fastened his trousers and tucked in his shirt. They had one loving kiss just as the sound of footsteps drew near. Miss Never walked up moments after both Lisa and the guy had finished 
putting on their clothing. Lisa thought she was going to get yelled at, but when the... Ah! Take a shot, Proxy's injured. But when the miss never walked up, the guy asked her, why were all those books off the shelves and on the floor? Apparently, he was the head of the library. What? Miss Never, you will receive disciplinary action for this mess, he said, reprimanding her. Understood, Mr. Johnson, she said. Miss Never smiled and winked at him. He winked back. The end. That's that's the end. That's it. That's that's all she I'm <sighs> I am so sorry to everyone involved. You have taken this journey with us into the nether realms of Eddie Knotts. Edward Naughty, lovingly referred to as Eddie Knotts, giver of strokes. Destroyer of the English language. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Proxy Reads featuring uh, Good Boy Al. <laughs> it you. I hope you have enjoyed our commentary, ad libbing, and fun remarks as we read through. Shh, they'll hear us. Uh, if you like this episode, either hop on the discord and tell me or like leave a comment do something let me know that you enjoyed this because if this brought you joy i will read another one it will it will be a time we did this on a we did this on a whim over our phones so <laughs> you just you let me know and when the people have spoken uh we'll figure out what we're doing but until then uh take a shot